Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You, Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls at Work, Kathy Elster and Catherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Catherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Catherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to discuss how to strike a balance between work, expectations, and the prolonged stress we're all experiencing due to the pandemic. We'll start with a question from a manager who wants to know how to hold staff accountable without adding to their stress. During the second part of our podcast, we'll discuss how employees can set limits at work. This is such a great and pertinent topic that I think most people are grappling with. So I hope our listeners will send more questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. Logan, what's our question for today? I have a team of 10 employees. Everyone is working virtually. I can tell that the pandemic is taking its toll on each of them in different ways. Some have homeschooling issues. Some haven't seen their elderly parents in several months. Some are dealing with sick family members, and some are mourning the death of a family member. How do I support them in getting their work done while being sensitive to the fact that the pressure to perform may add to their overall stress levels? It's such a good question. Yeah, Yeah, it is. So, well, we were talking about this earlier. I mean, I think the first thing is it's great that you're able to acknowledge that everyone is under some form of prolonged stress. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kathy, I know you've been talking about this for a week, over a week now, about the, um, that it's so clear that so many people are, you know, just tapped out mm-hmm. in many different ways. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions we were asking is just this, is can you pressure people or how do you get people to perform without pressuring them to an undue degree, to, which will make things worse? Right. I mean, I have an idea and I think, um, now is the time really to incorporate a caring culture, which doesn't mean you're not asking people to do their jobs, but that you're also implementing a couple of other things to add to, you know, having their goals and their Mm -hmm. uh, reviewing their performance. Mm -hmm. But I think you can also focus on learning and development and maybe bring things in like meditation or, Mm -hmm. um, where they can exercise, you know, just to talk about it mm-hmm. and also make it um, possible for them to communicate right. their um, specific needs so that everybody knows, not just you, not the manager, but that their co- their staff knows right. mm-hmm. also that they may be homeschooling or that they lost a member. I mean, they don't have to break confidence, but um, you do want to encourage people to, um, you know, let, let others know. but. Right. You know, you want to respect people's privacy, but I think in a caring culture, you also know some that somebody may be in suffering uh, yes. for a particular amount of time. I also think as a manager, you want to do some check-in calls, and mm. I, I kind of see them as more like a mental check-in call, yes. just right. to, so that you get a pulse of, okay, this is a bad week, yeah, or maybe this is an okay week. I'm, I'm not talking about letting your staff um, take advantage of you, but it is time to just sort of pay attention yeah. to mm-hmm. all of these things. And I know it's more on top of what you're already doing, but, um, you know, you want people to trust, feel trusted, mm-hmm. um, by you and, you know, people remember how they were treated in the tough times, yeah. not so much the good times. I was going to say That's trusted right. and protected. 
Uh, yeah. You know, that what happens with prolonged periods of stress is that your, your system, your immune system, your nervous system mm-hmm. just becomes tapped out and frankly mm-hmm. ragged. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And I think I love that idea of incorporating a culture of caring because mm-hmm. as they, as studies have shown mindfulness, breathing exercise, such a simple thing, but so hard to remember to do mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. actually help that you're not going to recover immediately this will be it's going to take a while for us all to get back to some form of normal but you can alleviate some of the chronic stress that people are feeling and you could do that with the mindfulness you could do it i you could uh, have a way of incorporating breaks perhaps even during your zoom meetings mm-hmm. maybe you do some kind of an exercise or have a physical break for a period of time mm-hmm. so that you're modeling the kinds of behavior that help with this kind of condition. Yeah, I mean, on your calls, you can say, you know, let's share resources on on, on wellness, wellness resources. You know, mm-hmm. wh- what did you do this week that you found particularly good in mm-hmm. um, helping, helping you relax? Like, we have somebody here who... Um, uh, gave us all some CBD to, for relaxation during the weekend. It, it, you know, so they're just these little gummies, and they, you know, they can help. But you may have other ideas, like a five-minute, you know, video um, mm-hmm. breathing exercise or an exercise exercise, you know, something. Right. But I also think you have to, as a manager, look at ongoing flexibility for people. Yeah. That as long as they get their work done, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, they, it could be done in different hours. Mm-hmm. But that. Um, And that may be in order. Yes. I think another thing as a manager that you can do is break things down into smaller pieces. Mm -hmm. Uh, That what happens when the mind is feeling overwhelmed is that big goals feel just impossible to approach. And so for some Mm -hmm. people, they'll just either freeze or fog over. So you can help by breaking things down. I think you can also help by, um, like you said, with those check-ins, helping people prioritize because that's difficult too mm-hmm. if, you're, if right. your brain is under stress conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that would be like a great thing to ask in the check-ins. Like, do you need help prioritizing things? Exactly. Do you need help organizing things? Yeah. Yeah, and they would be um, respecting confidentiality. Nobody else right. has to know that. That's mm-hmm. between, yeah, the mm-hmm. manager and the employee. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's look... Um, at it from the employee's perspective, how do you set limits at work? Because many of my clients are talking about, you know, I'm working overtime. Yeah. yeah. When somebody, you know, leaves, they don't fill that place. So that's right. That slot rather. So we're working much longer hours. So how do you set, you know, your own professional boundaries um, and keep them and have them be respected? Mm-hmm. Want to start? (laughs) Well, actually, I was thinking, I think that this, too, if you have a decent supervisor, is something you want to enlist that person to help you do as Mm -hmm. well. Like, you often will say, Kathy, that you could say, if 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 someone tries to give you another job, that you might say... At this point, I'm, you know, I have many things that I'm pursuing. I can't really give it this my full attention. Can we think of someone else who could help with it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I think that that notion, like if you are in a safe enough situation where you can say, this is, there, there are more things to accomplish than I can in a day, help me determine what needs the immediate attention. Uh, I think that's a good starting place. And then the other piece is to have in your mind some kind of end time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the end of your day, the end of your mm-hmm. day and the start of your day mm-hmm. in that it's really important to punctuate your day, 
your workday beginning and end, especially since we're all, you know, for many people, it's all happening. Your life and your work are happening in one environment. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I mean, Mm -hmm. you want to adapt some of the principles that people that are self-employed and work from home, which is they have a very separate workspace, if possible. Mm -hmm. They have all of their things, you know, it's don't put it on the dining room table where you then have to clear off the table and you don't know where your things are. (laughs) You know, try to look for some corner where you can keep your things so that you have your designated workspace. So you know when you're there, that's what you're doing. Yeah. And keep a schedule as best you can. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you want to know what that schedule is and communicate that to everyone you work with. Um, and you should also be communicating your needs if they change mm-hmm. to your coworkers and your boss to let them know, um, I now have childcare three days a week, right. so I'm not going to be able to work X amount of hours. And then create your schedule with that in mind and keep right. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I like the idea of, you know, knowing the end of your day. And I think you want to have some kind of a routine. Like yes. maybe you go to work and that means that you've got your shoes on. Or I, I don't know, <laughs> that, that, like there's a physical routine to going to work. Right. And yeah. then at the end of the day, maybe change your clothes. Yeah. Um, or something that ends the day. Or maybe that's yeah. when you have your cocktail or, you mm. know, but that <clears throat> if you can punctuate that the beginning and the end, you're less likely to abuse it. Yes. You know, and go over it. And I also think this is especially important for parents who are, you know, their days have so many Mm -hmm. activities and obligations built into them. I think especially in starting the day, if there's any way, I have a client who's, you know, got kids at home and he and his wife are, you know, doing the whole thing together, both working jobs and uh, taking care and doing homeschooling, but they have a deal where each person gets to go outside for 15 minutes mm-hmm. at the beginning of the day, go get a cup of coffee, you know, so you've got a job, right, <laughs> right. a purpose, so to speak. Right. But then that you each have your time to kind of set your mind for what's coming for the rest of the day. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's not a free for all. You actually mm-hmm. want to create a structure mm-hmm. and a routine for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I think the other piece is just to know your limits, which Mm -hmm. is hard. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about many people have more responsibilities because perhaps your company has laid people off. Mm -hmm. And so it can be very scary to say no Mm -hmm. or to say, I have reached my limit. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I think that begins with being able to acknowledge what is a realistic amount of work to do and to mm-hmm. understand that you're not really going to be good for anyone if you over, mm-hmm. right. if you overwork. Yeah. It's like, how's your sleep? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you eating? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Are you eating Are you correctly? bathing? Right. right. Yeah. Are you exercising? Like, to kind of reflect on that. That's right. And actually, there's a study that says that for for anyone listening who's a workaholic, uh, exercise does more good for you than for non-workaholic. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, it does good for everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it gets things moving. It also creates. You can't be exercising, hopefully, and working, and working. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it makes some room for you. Because I mm-hmm. think that's what happens: is we get lost in the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you you want to remember that and don't let it have control over you. You can have control over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can set limits. Yes. yes. So don't be afraid to. Yes. Right. That's yeah. really important. <clears throat> yeah. 
Well, that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, and I'm sure you do, tweet us at AskK2 and also follow us on Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. If you want to receive our weekly podcast email, you can text us at 228-28 and type in my crazy office. That's all one word, my crazy office at 228-28. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy. <laughs>